welcome to The Basement. My name is Jessica Hanna. I'm Adrian Hanna. And we are here to talk to you about villains. I think that's the best way to put it. We're going to talk about villains. So the premise here is that I don't know anything about what we're about to talk about. And Jess knows everything about what we're about to talk about. Well, mostly. A lot of things. And we're going, she's going to lead me through discovery on some weirdo. Some weirdo, yes. But before we get into the weirdo, I want to tell you about a weird thing that happened to me today. And it actually does tie in to this to this podcast, otherwise I would have told you earlier. Okay. Because we are married and we talk to each other all day. We work from home. So if we're weird, it's because we work all day long together with two dogs and ourselves. Wow. I wouldn't go so far as to blame it all on that. We're just weird in general. We're just weird in general, but okay. So, so to- anyways, your story. So today I went to get my passport, or I thought I was going to go get my passport, but Psych. that's that's kind of unimportant at this point. Um, I read online that if you wanted to pay with a credit card, that you had to go to the treasury office first to get like cashier's checks or something. I'm not really sure. And so I went to what I thought was the treasury office for the city of Grand Rapids. And I was standing in line and whatever, everybody was, it's during the day line. So it's not, it wasn't a long line. And I got up and I asked, and I'm standing there in line and I look up at the register of deeds, which is across the aisle. And something caught my eye and I shook my head a little bit and I was a little bit shocked to see that the register of deeds name is Lisa Posthumous Lyons. Lisa Posthumous Lyons? Yes. Like the lady that's in charge of deeds for the city of Grand Rapids. Her name is Lisa Posthumous Lyons. Yes. Her mid, her middle name or her first, her original last name or whatever, is death. That's that's unfortunate. It's kind of funny though. It's kind of awesome too. Like I literally stood there and went, "Are you what?" Like I wish Adrian was with me right now because he would think that would be hilarious. Okay, I want to know how if if well obviously not, but I want to know how many people have been ha, have been in the military with that last name that have gotten. Ribbons or medals of some sort. <laughs> Posthumously? Yeah. Because because you... There's oh, a, I just realized that Lions is her last name. Yeah. <gasps> That's even better. Why is that better? Because posthumous L-Y. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so... You just broke my brain a little bit, but I, like a lot of uh, Medal of Honor winners were awarded the Medal of Honor posthumously. Yes. So I just want to see, like, you know, the guy, you know, private first class posthumous good conduct medal. And so you get like good conduct posthumous. What? How did you get a? Now I just want to know that it's not spelled right. It's not spelled posthumous. Okay, so like, there's posthumous- a possibility that it might be pronounced differently. I. It could be post hummus, I guess, but I don't. I think that's even funnier. So, well, you know, they they decided on their last name after having a Mediterranean appetizer. 
<laughs> they came to the United States and they were like, ooh, I really like this hummus. I really didn't know what how I felt post hummusly. Womp womp. Yeah, that was awful. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but she's also very young looking because I'm on the page here. So she's definitely pre-humus. She's definitely pre-humus. And I just, I can't help, because I actually originally had thought that it was not, that I was wrong. That that was just a, like, a listing of, I don't know, I, I guess I was like, maybe that's a listing of what they do with the Register of Deeds. Because, you know, sometimes you have to get a death certificate or something, and I think that's where you get it. I don't know. I have no idea what um, the Register of Deeds is. Well, it's that's maybe where, it's where like it's where you get your your marriage license and stuff. Okay, right? Isn't that where like the clerk of I don't know? Remember that lady who was like, "I hate gay people and I I won't sign stuff." I thought right. she was a register of deeds, but whatever. Um. Anyway, I thought that that was hilarious, and I thought I would save it for this podcast because I thought it was pretty funny and a great way to introduce how creepy we are to the people of the world. A plus story. Yes, I agree. Now to get in to our weirdo of our the week. Weirdo of the week. Weirdo of the week. I like that. Our weirdo of the week is. It's very important that I talk about a little bit about Eileen Warnos before I talk about the person of this week, okay. because Eileen Warnos is commonly known, unfortunately and inaccurately, inaccurately, as the first female female serial killer in the United States. Which for 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 those of you who don't know who she is, it's pretty. It's the if you've seen the movie she, Monster, the movie, yeah. Charlize Theron is got ugly for it and won an Oscar. That's right. but she was a real person and she she murdered she was a prostitute who ended up murdering about five or six guys on the side of the road or on she claimed that she um she did it because they all attacked her. It was she kind of admitted later that like the first guy attacked her but the rest of them just kind of brought back that PTSD in her. And then later on it's they say I think she may have said that she was sexually excited about it but I doubt it. It feels very that that has always felt very fake to me, like not true. But people, the thing she's most known for is supposedly being the most the first the first female serial killer in the United States, which is to- completely inaccurate because women have been murdering men and other women for years before Eileen Warnos ever showed up. But because she did it so violently, I think that's why. Um. Well, it probably also has to do with, like, the classification of serial killers. You know, like, like I don't know. Like, at, at one point there was the whole, you know, a serial killer is a person who's killed more than one person. But then there was, like, the change where it became, like, a um, serial killers are people with these tendencies because of, you know, psychological reasons and profiling and stuff, right? You have to kill three people to be a serial killer. So even okay. if you, it doesn't, like, but, there's, but, there's like, what is the, I don't know what it's, I can't recall what it's called, but there's some sort of litmus test where it's, um, and it's usually applied to men more than it is to women. Like, women serial killers are very uncommon. So, uh, but they're not, it's not crazy to see them. But male serial killers can be, can be classified that usually have all, um, tortured animals before they were, when they were children, to for pleasure. It's not like going hunting or something. It's like they cut open a cat that was while a cat was still alive. They cut it open to see what was inside of it, okay. kind of thing. Okay. Um, they urinate 
until they urinate the bed. They oh, piss the bed. I was going to say, what? <laughs> they urinate. Everyone who urinates is a, is a possible serial killer. So oh, I'm one step closer <laughs> to being a serial killer, apparently. Um, um, and so they urinate in the bed t- till late ages. Because, like, a kid who pees until they're six or something, that's not normal. I mean, that's normal. Right. Sorry, that is normal. Yeah. Um, but a person who urinates in the bed until they're like a mid teenager or something like that's that's saying something mm-hmm. and there's one other thing that I can't think of offhand um right. but what I'm what I'm saying is like there's like this like test of like is this person a serial killer check 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 and check and maybe it's because maybe she's considered the first female ser- serial killer because she was the first person the first woman that they ever put through that test and went no. check 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 and check oh She's the first no, woman serial it, it killer. It was just a she was the first modern day serial killer. She was the first gotcha. media sensation serial killer gotcha. in modern times. Gotcha. Um the f- it's hard to say who the first female serial killer was. There's been a lot of poisoners, especially poisoners. Um the person I'm talking about today, I personally think is probably the first on the record serial killer. Um, in the United for realsies, and she her name is Jane Toppin. Okay, and Jane Toppin, also known as Jolly Jane, was a. I I just I want to stop you for a second (laughs) because that is probably the greatest nickname for a serial killer ever, Jolly Jane. Jolly Jane. I don't know anything about this woman except for that I like her nickname, so I'm probably gonna like her. And I would never eat or drink anything that she gave me. Actually, you wouldn't have had to worry about eating or drinking anything, really, because she was a nurse. And she was one of the, she was, uh, her classification is kind of, this is why I like Jane. Because Jane is, you hear a lot about women who, these murderers who kill um, angels of mercy. Women who, like there's there's a show coming out called Mary Kills People or something, like that kind of people who assist older people in dying because they feel bad. Well, isn't it like with with Angels of Mercy, isn't it it like not necessarily that it's willing? Like they're like, oh, this person seems like this. So I'm just going to murder them because it's in their best interest. Yes. Whether they want it or not. Whether they want it or not. But but they do tend to have a bigger – they're doing it not necessarily for the – pleasure of killing someone they're just doing they're doing it because they they want to be the hero sometimes they do it because they want to be the hero who brings someone back from being killed and there's a bunch of shit and jane kind of falls in this category but not really okay because the thing about jane is that jane was sexually excited by killing people she which is which is something that that how long ago was that? This was okay. We're talking like we. This is where we got to start because Jane was born in like the 1800s. Jane was born in 1857. Okay. And she was one of the. I don't. I don't know. If, whatever. I don't know anything about nurses from the 1800s. Okay. But I. Do you know anything about nurses from the 1800s? Okay. They helped heal people. Sometimes. <laughs> I, in Jane the best did. way they could? Well, okay, so Jane, I'll give you a little bit of background on Jane. Jane was actually born Honor, Honora Kelly, so Honor with an A. Okay. And her last name was Kelly. But her father was a nutter. And a, her, a nutter Kelly? A nutter Kelly. Another Kelly? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, 
stop. <laughs> no, no, I'm Adrian. Yes, I know that's what you're going to say. Um, but in she was born in 1857, and when she was six years old, her father she lost her mother very early. Like her mom would died of you know whatever disease there was in the 1800s that her mother would have died from birthing her 18th sibling. Actually, something. I think she only had two, like one or two siblings. But that that's lived. besides. Good point. Good point. Her father was. I don't know that he was an alcoholic, but he was definitely a disturbed man, and he. Well, I'm. I feel like every every man prior to prohibition was just a raging alcoholic <laughs> for some reason. It's well because they were all in the saloons, and that that oh, was. Yeah. We will get off on a tangent. We yeah. better not. Um, but so he when she when. Honora was about six years old. This is Jane. Yep. Honora is Jane. She was abandoned at the Boston Female Asylum by her father because her father couldn't take care, couldn't handle the fact that he had these two little girls. Now, a little bit about her father. Her father actually eventually was went so insane that he tried to either sew his eyelids open or sew his eyelids shut. So this is a man who is extremely unqualified to be a father. This is not a bad... This is actually probably the most responsible thing he could have done was to drop his children off with some place where they would get taken care of. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So this is not a person who who is unaware of himself. I think he was very aware that he couldn't take care of his children. And she was easily taken in. They evaluated her father and found that... This was not a man who could take care of his children. And then she was taken in. And then she was adopted. Adopted, I say in air quotes, because she really was never officially adopted by her family, by the family, by the Toppins. She was essentially taken in. And it was very much like a, hey, we took in this little girl. Aren't we great? We're very wealthy. And she was really their Cinderella. Like she cooked and cleaned and did all of this crap for them. Uh, look at how great we are. Because look at how great we are, that anything. kind of thing. But really, they treated her very poorly, and except for her stepsister. And this is very important that we talk about the stepsister because she will come back later on. But the stepsister was very kind to Jane. But Jane, because she was treated so poorly, kind of resented that her sister or her stepsister was so nice to her. She resented that because the sister was treated so well. Okay. And Jane was treated so poorly. But also, this was not her real sister. This was their real daughter. You know, there's some things there where, like, I get why she was bitter, but I also don't understand. I, I also kind of go, get over it, honey. Like, they gave you a place to live. But also, they were treating her like an indentured servant, which is never nice. And definitely, right. these people were shitty people, and they treated her very poorly. This isn't, like, a person who was going to grow up to be a well-rounded nice person right well and you know take into account her father and obviously not going to grow up to be you know a well-tempered individual no very likely and this is even this is punctuated even more so by the fact that she was a liar she for her whole life she was like a um a truth teller, or not a truth teller a storyteller okay she would um tell these She'd exaggerate the truth. She wasn't necessarily, I mean, she was a liar, but she was also an exaggerator. So she would tell people that she was, you know, this or that. That was, I don't have any specific stories. There's none that are listed. But she didn't seem to have a problem stretching the truth, which is. I caught a fish this big. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, 
so she grew up in this household and was always accepted by her sister, by her, by her, I keep saying stepsister, what I mean is foster sister. Um, Her mother, her foster mother passed away when she was about 18 or 19. And her, when... Was it under suspicious It actually wasn't. It actually was not, which is because she hadn't become a nurse yet. This was before... Well, that well, doesn't mean anything. You have a good point. Like, there's no there's no proof that she killed her, but hell, she could have. She could have. Who, who knows, you know? Maybe um, that's the reason why she went into nursing. I stroke my beard. Once the mother died, the, the foster mother died, Jane was allowed to stay at the house. She was about 18 or 19 at this point. Well, that sure is swell of her foster siblings. Well, her, her foster sister was very kind to her she wanted her to stay she wanted her to feel welcome um and jane really the reason she left was because um her stepsister had been married and she just was unhappy with her situation and because she had been engaged and then it didn't work out and then she just i mean like there's a lot of from jane's childhood that it wasn't very pleasant she was a heavy set girl she was unhappy she was a stretching the truth all the time so people didn't trust her there was a lot of things about jane's life or about jane that kind of in living in that situation and and i don't think that that necessarily makes her what she became i think every a lot of people come from a situation where they're they're unhappy and they just need to get the fuck out and i think that jane was like i just need to get the fuck out so eventually after her stepsister was married and i want to I want to say his name because it's actually important. It comes back. Whatever. Her stepsister got ma- or her foster sister got married to this guy. They were very much into each other. They very much liked each other. They were very nice to Jane. She eventually moved out and she eventually went to nursing school. And that's in nursing school where we see Jane's true colors come out. I feel like that like I I don't want to I don't want to get down on the girl, but like dude, suck it up. Like <laughs> You, you came from a shitty, shitty place and you get to live in an awesome house. And while, yes, you get tr- treated like a servant. I think it like was awesome, ser- too. You get yeah. treated like a servant. Like, everyone's nice to you. Like, it's... It not the mother. The mother was not. The mother was cruel to her. Okay. Like, I just... I want to punctuate that, that she was absolutely cruel to okay. Jane. Well, then disregard my whole... The stepsister... Hypothesis. Or the foster sister was the only one who was yeah. kind to her. So, like, yeah. I, I just... I don't know. Like... Yeah, I've got nothing. You've got nothing. Yeah. Okay, well, now is when Jane goes to nursing school, which is really, really, like, I'm way more excited about this than I should be about somebody <laughs> killing people. Jane was a good nurse. By all accounts, she was good at her job. She was. She took to it. She understood it. But she discovered morphine and atropine. And these are two opposite. Right. Morphine slows down the heart. It's what morphine is like a a pain medication, right? It's an opioid. Yeah, but it's 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 used for like a pain medication, right? Yeah. So it's but it's it like one of the things it does is slows down the heart. But then atropine, like the only thing you use atropine for is to speed up the heart. And the only reason I know that is because you use atropine like for uh uh just for stimulating the heart to get certain drugs to move through your system faster oh, so like like 
as far as I know. I mean, I'm sure there's other reasons for using atropine. You probably use atropine if somebody's having a heart attack to try and get their heart to regulate. Well, this is where it comes into play here. Okay. So what Jane was doing was she was experimenting. With like her, you do as a nurse. Like you do as a crazy person nurse. <laughs> she wasn't doing it with the permission of the doctor. She was just... So what she was doing was if she liked somebody, she would give them a little morphine to keep them around for a little while longer. Like she, Because people thought she, she was Jolly Jane. She was very jovial. She was kind and she was fun and she was giggly and she liked to go out and have a nice time. And so when she was there, she was always fun to people. So okay. if she liked people... She would try to prolong their illness. This was the beginning. The beginning was she wanted to pr- prolong their illness. Right. So she would give them a little bit of morphine or a little bit of so medicine. So a little bit of a sadistic streak then, maybe? Well, we're getting into that. <laughs> okay. Mostly, I think, though, it was just that she wanted these nice people who she liked to stick around. Gotcha. At first. And then she started experimenting a little bit more with she would. I mean, I'm. This is a, a few years. I don't want – because I, I don't really know a lot about exactly the detailed years of these. Well, Jane it was worked, the 1800s, so – No, I mean, like, detailed years of, of her experimentation. Because her experimentation was over the course of her initial training as a nurse and then her – like, her residency right after her initial training. So this is, this is when we know the most about what she did – Because there's more, like, people suspected things and whatever. But what happened, and also there was a witness. Um, What happened was she started to give people morphine. And when they essentially died. Then she would give them lesphine. She would give them atrophine. Okay. To start their heart, to get their heart pumping again. So, like, right after? So she, I'm not really sure. I don't know the medical situation, but, but she like, would. Like, like, soon enough after that they would actually come back to life? Yeah. Like, so their heart, heart would stop. She'd give them atropine, and they would come. Yeah. They would, their heart would start. She was out. Again. She was playing with people's lives in this way. Gotcha. It's kind of That's like. It's kind of messed up. It's super messed up, but it's not the most messed up thing that she did. That's that's the thing about Jane that I really, really wanted you to hear about. Because I think you are going to think this is the most fucked up thing. Because it's fucked up. Is that what Jane would do, and the reason we know this is because there's a living witness. Or there was a living witness. She's clearly dead now. Like, if she's still alive, that would be amazing. <laughs> but She's the reason that Jolly Jane was doing what she was doing. <laughs> she actually ended up. Causing the cure for death. Right. You know? Um, Anyway, so what Jane would do was she – and after a while, it was just she would do it till people died. So this was a pleasurable experience for her, and this is the reason we know it was a pleasurable experience for her. Jane, one night, she administered administered the medicine to the woman. Which medicine? The morphine? The morphine. Okay. And then crawled into bed with the woman – and began kissing and stroking her in a sexual way, holding her until she would have died, but somebody came in. So Jane quickly jumped up, walked away. Everything was fine. The woman did not die. The woman woke up the next day thinking it was a dream because Jane was somebody she enjoyed. It was a nurse. She, you know, she you was have, jolly. And you nice have, to her. you also have weird dreams when you've just had the woman had just had surgery or some sort of right. Excuse me, and 
So she thought nothing of it until many years later after Jane had been arrested and things like that. What we learned from this is that Jane derived pure sexual pleasure from the murder of these people. So, Because after a while, it became m- more interesting to her to see the person die. So she would hold them. Not necessarily. I don't. There was. It was, didn't sound like it. It seemed more like she was like rubbing like her body and not like not her sex organs or anything. Like there's no like oh she was molesting her. It was right. more like a stroking of her kind of thing, which is still. I mean, it could be interpreted however way you want it to be interpreted. Sure. Um. Is, I just isn't that isn't that like a common theme among serial killers See, though this is, is like like the, the 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 killing is is more of like a, a sexual thing sexual and, release kind of yeah. thing well that's the thing is that when you see male serial killers it's almost it's 99 percent of the time a sexual release 99 percent of the time with female serial killers it's usually not it's usually an anger release okay. or a frustration release, as far as I know. I don't, but I do know that it's very, very uncommon. And by very, I mean like very uncommon for a woman to get a sexual release from murder. Usually it's some sort of, it's something else completely. So you're, ta- you're basically talking about like a statistically insignificant. Yes. Amount of okay. women. Yeah, yeah. It's like because you're you're looking at you're looking at like basically like if the if she was a a man this would be just like part of the, the course, but because she's a woman it's so insignificant of a of a statistic of that the population of female serial killers that you can't even it's like hardly registerable. Exactly. Okay. That's the biggest difference between Jane and other women and others and even other serial killers generally because she is both this I hate this term because I hate associating angel with people who kill uh-huh. but they they it's like angel of mercy or angel of death that's every time you hear a nurse killing or a doctor killing they, they talk about know. like angel of mercy or angel of death and I hate that association with Jane because even though she is a nurse and she kills the majority of the people that she kills are patients of pe- patients. There's no rational rationalization of it being like, oh, yeah. it's for the best for she's the patient. She's like, no, definitely not this doing. Yeah, gets me off. I'm gonna do it as much as I can. I guess that's why Angel of Death works, but I I still think associating Angel at all. Yeah, is it gives it it gives it that connotation of, of like kindness. I'm doing the good thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing the good thing. I want to watch this person die, and I'm totally going to be excited by it. Exactly. Gotcha. Well, here's – well, then, of course, Jane is – so now we move on to Jane's Jane, – the rest of Jane's life. And what, what we see is that Jane is quite beloved. She's a good nurse, like, we, like we've talked about. She eventually graduated. She eventually got her degree in nursing. She was distrusted by other students – Teachers liked her, but I don't think they liked her all, like, all of it, you know, like, but she went on to be essentially a private nurse. She never worked in a hospital. And I don't know, there's not a whole lot of listings about, like, a lot of these sort of poisoner, serial killer, nursey serial killers, you get a lot of lists of people that they've killed. Sure. Um, You know, that they killed everybody from this person to this person, but we don't see from what I can tell in my research, another significant death um, of somebody who she's close to. 
until Elizabeth, who is her foster sister. Okay. Um, we. Well, that and, sucks. Yeah. Well, we we'll get to that in a second, but we. I mean, there's there's definitely she's killed people because eventually she she definitely has no problem telling people who she's killed. And a lot of, most of the people she's killed are old people because she she was one of those like a lot of I don't know I know that you don't follow this obviously I do I'm a crazy person who loves to talk about serial killers and and murder um, a lot of these people who these angels of mercy and these angels of death again air quotes um, are people who don't like old people right. they don't understand why they still why they are even alive anymore like if you're infirmed and you're in a hospital. Why the fuck shouldn't we kill you? And that's how Jane kind of felt. Like, she was like, let's just get rid of all of them. Why do we need them? Let's get them. Whatever, you know? And so Jane probably killed a lot of people. But we don't necessarily... I mean, like, when I say there's not a significant death, I mean there's not a significant death a name. Right. Like, I don't have a name. Right. Until Elizabeth. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of the trouble with this kind of thing is, like, you know... Was it a legitimate death or did she happen to kill him? Nobody will ever know that because the only person that can tell you is her. And if she's not saying, then how do you how do you prove it? Like, especially back in the 1800s. Well, I'm sure that she was a nurse. Well, she also. 1900s. Still, it's I'm splitting hairs here. Yes. The point is the technology was not available to be like, oh, you most definitely killed that person. So you had to rely on who she was telling you that she killed. So yep. I killed that person. I killed that person. I killed that person. Well, what about that person? I No, I didn't do it. <laughs> yes, you have a good point. Well, okay, so let's go on. To- okay. In May of 1895, Jane poisoned her landlord, Israeli Dunham, who was a white male at age of 77 because he was feeble and fussy. I gotta gotta say, people in like the 1800s, A plus for for naming their kids. Because you got Israeli here, but like, you know, people would name their kids like Peaceful Pasture Down by the Meadow or like. Well, Jane was born as. Honor. Yeah. Basically. Her name was Honor. Yeah. But like, like, just like, you don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of somebody naming their kids something like weirdly devoutly religious before the like mid 1800s. But you hear about like, you know, bended knee at the cross (laughs) Simmons who went on the Oregon trail or some crazy well, crap like that. The next person she poisoned and this is a very common name. There was a the name of Goody, which I you always hear Goody in the a lot of stories, but that could have just been a like like a Nathaniel Hawthorne thing right. that he just named everybody Goody because it was easy. But this the in fall of 1897, Jane killed a woman named Lovey Dunham, Lovey, which is also a very like it's kind of a I mean, it's not religious, but it is kind of it's religious. It's one of those things where you go, that's not a real name. It's like like these days you hear a lot about women named Queenie. And you're like, that's a nickname. It's like, no, that yeah. is on my birth certificate. And it's like, what is wrong with your parents? Well, yeah, it's pretty messed up. But like, yeah, so like Lovey. Lovey, Janie, Goody. Not Janie. Janie's fine. Yeah. Lovey, but Goody. Goody. Queenie. Queenie. All of them just uh, bent over the knee, 
and they call him Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like that's and that's usually what it is. Like my real name is Joseph, bent over the cross in blood, drenched in blood. Dunham. Yeah. Smith. <laughs> my name is humble at the crucifixion, Smith. I go by Joe. <laughs> Okay, so in August of 1899, Jane... Oh, we're coming up on the century. Everything's going to get crazy. It is. It does, it does get crazy. This is when Jane goes... Because what serial killers end up doing is they end up murder... They lose control after a while. Like, for, for many years, most of the... Okay, the definition of a serial killer is somebody who kills someone and then doesn't for a certain period... I, I'm Obviously, this is not verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 they kill someone and there's a cooling off period. So whether it's a day, a week, a month, a year, there there is some time in between the murders. So it's not like a spree killer. When you hear about spree killers, they're people who kill Nonstop. ten people in three days or something. Um, but what you often see is that at the when a when a serial killer loses like kind of loses their grip their um, cooling off period gets shorter. So if somebody would take three months before, now it might be a week or even a day. And uh, now we're not quite to that yet, but that's eventually that's we're going to see that in Jane. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, so when she decides to kill Elizabeth, I think it's I think it was like a sudden thing. I think she just thought, oh, here's an opportunity. So my understanding from what I've read is that they, like, were visiting. It was like if my sister or your brother or somebody came to visit us, and I was just like, oh, I'm going to kill them this while they're visiting. That's literally how I was just like, oh, I guess I'll kill Elizabeth. And so she takes her time. I don't think she even takes her time. I think she she just poisons her. Slowly, over the course of a week or something like that, she poisons her sister. Um, with what? With, I believe... I think she was still using morphine? morphine at this time, but it could have been arsenic. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably like that it was morphine because you can give a little bit of that at a time and it kind of makes people. But arsenic well, also does the stomach thing. and Plus and, at the time, you know, you could still get morphine down at the corner drugstore. She was a nurse. Yeah. Well, you didn't even need like, you just go in and be like, oh, I need some morphine. And the guy working there would be like, okay, here you go. But seriously, that's the way to go, isn't it? Guess, if, I'm, yeah. if somebody's going to kill me, do it on morphine because you die happy, yeah. right? Like there's no weird effects. You don't like convulse or anything. You just die. Right. So it doesn't sound like it was a very painful or horrible vacation. They were just vacation or death. They were um, vacationing at Cape Cod and Jane slowly poisoned her. Um, a fun note here is that Jane admitted later on that Elizabeth was the only person that she killed that she hated. See, I don't get that. Like, this was a this was a woman who was perfectly nice to her for her entire life, basically, and she hate. Is there any anything just, about her why she hated her? It's the bitterness. It's 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 the oh, mother you, mother liked you, loved you, and didn't love me. Your real mother liked you better than she liked me, who wasn't my real mother. Yeah, but we're talking a, a woman who was predisposition had a predisposition to be. Nuts. Yeah. And I don't, I I say nuts in a very, very like casual way. I don't think that Jane Toppin was crazy in any way. I don't think that she had her father's crap. I think she just was born with a predisposition to be, to be a bit 
Murdery. Murdery. Or annoyed or pissed off or whatever. Like, you get, I mean, whether crazy is, crazy is inherited, but also I think levels of crazy come along. Like, you meet families that are, that have levels of crazy within them. Some people are depressed and some people are just have anxiety. Some people are angry, you know, like, and I think that Jane didn't have the crazy. I think she just had some anger. I think she had some anger and probably some anxiety. And she definitely had some personality issues. I mean, lying and things like that. Sure. I I don't know that, I personally don't think that Elizabeth died because Jane was crazy. I think Elizabeth died because Jane was jealous and angry. And I think she saw an opportunity and she took it. And what are you going to do? You know? Right. <laughs> so she killed her. She killed her sister. As we only normal people want to. Well, I don't want to call myself normal by any way, means, or whatever. But I think I stopped wanting to kill my sisters once I wasn't a teenager anymore. So, but whatever. You know, what with the chemical imbalances of teenagerdom. Exactly. But Jane clearly never got over that. So then she lied to Oromal. Oromal was the name of Elizabeth's husband, which is, it's, it's like O-R-A- M-E-L. Oromal, right? Or Oromal? Whatever. Um, She she lied and said that she, that Elizabeth wanted her to have a gold chain and watch. He gave it to her. This guy sounds gullible. Well, he's not, actually. We find out later he's not at all. So, so then she goes, basically, she started, then she started really, and this is not, this may have been happening her whole life. She essentially started killing her landlords. (laughs) So if she owed somebody money, they died. If she, you know, and this actually was come and bite her in the ass eventually. Note to self, <laughs> never lend money to Jolly Jane. <laughs> right, right. Also, she would just, you know, occasionally kill her patients. It wasn't like she wasn't one like there are a lot of poisoners. And I, I talk freely about poisoners because I know quite a bit about them because I'm I research them more than I probably should. Because you're a nutter. Because I'm a nutter. But a lot of poisoners will kill everybody. Jane is very picky about who she kills. And I I, I mean, I don't think she's totally picky about who she kills. But it seems to be very old people or people she doesn't like. Which is not, I mean, I just shrugged like, like <laughs> whatever. I totally understand. I don't, I don't understand. But I, I do think that um, she wasn't the kind you could trust her like if you if she liked you she might keep you sick but she wouldn't kill you like i just don't think i don't know like i just it feels to me like she she wasn't like a oh whoops i accidentally poisoned somebody because i slipped something in somebody's drink because i'm i can't help myself because i can't help myself but put strychnine in literally everything i cook and she also didn't take insurance policies out on everybody which is to me a lot most of the time this is the oh this is why a lot of women kill a lot of times when you see women who kill multiple people it's because they want money it's because they're getting insurance most of the poisoners kill their families because it's more money more money more money more money more money Jane wow. just Jane literally derived sexual pleasure from that. That was the pleasure she got. She didn't need the money. But she also, I think, she was taken care of. I don't. I think Elizabeth was taking care of her, and I think also she made good money as a nurse, wow. a private nurse. That was just a dumb move on her part, then. 
killing killing Elizabeth. I agree. Hey, my meal ticket. I'm going to kill you. But they always kill their meal ticket. Everyone who kills always kills somebody who who is will fuck up their shit. Like they're like probably she went probably because after this we start to see some non-characteristic Jane, non-characteristic Jane behavior. Um, then one of the next people she kills, she kills with strychnine, okay. which is absolutely not not, not her M.O. Gotcha. Um, that, that would be interesting. I mean, I'm saying interesting from a purely clinical standpoint because, you know, somebody who routinely kills people using morphine, moving to strychnine, that's a whole nother medium. I guess with, because she was a nurse, she would have had some kind of training to know, like, how to maybe like at a nominal level know how to how to calculate dosages but i can just imagine like the average layperson going from one poison to another and completely fucking it up and ending up like not killing somebody and like like permanently disabling disabling them them, just because you didn't know that you know you were supposed to use five milligrams of strychnine instead of two milligrams or instead of yeah, the two milligrams that you use. Well, you I know. think I think really, though you can say a lot of things about Jane, but I don't think she was stupid. It doesn't sound like it. I yeah. mean, she, you know, she got a nursing degree in the late eighteen hundreds and was well thought of. So she was not. She clearly an cured idiot. some people. Yeah. yeah. The person that she killed with strychnine was a good friend of hers. Okay. Named Myra, which is a great name, by the way. I love the name Myra. Um, and she did it in order to take over her – this is – it doesn't – there's not much explanation for this. Now, I don't have my book that I – I had planned on rereading a book by Harold Schechter, who is, in my opinion, one of the best true crime writers out there. He's not especially obnoxious. He's very clinical about the way he describes things, so it's not – you don't get all that, like – sometimes I think that true crime writers embellish – and he doesn't embellish. So I'm actually kind of disappointed that I didn't get to see it. But for some reason, my book is not here. I will get it back. I will learn more about Honorura Kelly, Jolly Jane Toppin, Janie Tops. Jolly Jane Tops. Jolly Jane Tops. One of these days. But um, when I get it back, I'll get it back. But right now, I'm not going to get it back. So obviously, I've had a few beers now because I'm rambling. Um, and we're going to get back on track. Okay. So, she killed her friend, and this is why I think it's weird, because she did it in order to become the dining matron at a theological school. The theological school, apparently. This is in Massachusetts, by the way. I'm not sure that I mentioned that. Uh, there's been clues throughout, but what is a dining matron? I think it's like, I don't fucking know. What is a dining matron? Can I look this up? I don't know. Can you? Uh oh, it's like a maitre d. Okay. Looks like. So she. I'm just. I, I what I'm I think envi- it. I feel like it's like a lunch lady at a school. I was just envisioning that that she was the uh, the card sweeper at the front of the dining hall at at university. Yeah, you know, like. And she killed a person to be that to get the job. Yeah, even but she was she already has a, nursing a nurse. Degree. Like that's why like, I don't understand. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me that this is but that this is the reason she did this. I it literally makes no sense. Maybe she was hurting for money. She was a bit of an alcoholic. Maybe she was having troubles. 
you know, she had to pay for her morphine habit. She also kept killing all of her landlords because she owed them money. Yeah. Well, at that, and they were old and feeble, and they needed to die because they were old and feeble, and she owed them money. And she owed them money. <laughs> so, eventually, she was dismissed from this job that she didn't or she didn't know how to do because shocker, she was a liar and she told people she knew, but she didn't know how to. Whatever. Jane is an idiot, and she decided to leave this job. She didn't Don't kill. Don't say any- that too loud. She'll morphine you to death. She's not alive. I don't think. She's not from Michigan. So she definitely is not here. Her ghost isn't hearing me, probably. She's too busy in being town. She's in rural Massachusetts somewhere. But it was in 1901 that she started going cray-cray. What, what year? 1901. 1901. So turn of the century. So those 19s instead of those 18s, man, it just fucking went straight to her head. Um, okay, so 1940, 19, 1944, I said, 1901, Jane began living under Mel, in, under new landlords, it says, Melvin and Eliza Beetle, which is a great name, Melvin and Eliza Beetle. It's not Beetle, it's Beetle. Is it Eliza or Meliza? Eliza. Eliza. Like Eliza Dushku, whom she poisoned, but only of enough course. to give them gastrointestinal illness. Probably so she could be like, oh, let me fix you, and then you can relieve me of all of my debt with you. (laughs) So Jane then poisoned the Beatles' housekeeper, Mary Sullivan, enough to frame her as a drunk so she would be dismissed and Jane could take over. It worked, apparently, which is kind of cool. This chick has a serious case of grass is always greener. She kind of does, doesn't she? I, she's like, she got a nursing degree, yeah. and then she wanted to be the card swiper at <laughs> the university, and now she wants to be, you know, Amelia Bedelia for her <laughs> landlords. I must undust the drapes. Uh, the landlord of the cottage where Jane vacationed, then in, this is in June. Oh, her vacation home. She has a vacation mm. home. But she's also, but you know, she wants to be the maid. I, I'm sorry, how many maids in the 18 or 1901 had a fucking vacation home? This, Her at least. This is woman, at least one. she did not have it rough. Like I, the more I learned about, the more I realized that she does. She had not. She didn't have it rough. Her life was pretty fucking easy. Yeah. Like she was killing because she liked it. That's yep. that's it. That's yep. the whole fucking reason. And she never ever said it any different though. Like Jane was never one who was like. I killed because I needed to. She killed because she fucking liked it. Yep. Um, so she, the landlord of the cottage where she vacationed, decided that it was time to collect on the $500 on the $500 she owed him. By the way, $500 in 1901. It's got to be a lot. That's probably like $50,000, right? Like that's a huge amount of it's money. A fair, fair amount. $50 you said? $500. $500. $500. Um, so she, uh, his, so... Mary Maddie Alden doesn't explain why this is the person, and maybe that's the landlord. Embarked on a trip to the Beatles' house in Cambridge. Jane gave Maddie some doctored honey yadi mineral water, H U N Y A D I, and later that evening gave her more morphine when she became sick. Over those seven day, over seven days, um, under the noses of everyone, even a doctor who had been successful in catching another woman serial killer using arsenic. She wasn't using arsenic, was she? She not dumb. Jane poisoned her victim slowly. 
She played with Maddie, bringing her in and out of lucidity, probably using atropine, only to immediately plunge her into a deep coma. Um, then eventually she died about after about seven days. And then Jane lost her mind. Um, by the way, $500 in 1901 was roughly $15,217 in current money. Holy shit. I might kill for that too, actually. I don't know, man. No, not, not for 15000 Nah, you can just... I mean, claim bankruptcy I mean, or something. It's a lot of money, but it's not like kill people. Kill people over. But again, we're talking about, but I don't think Jane was, I think Jane saw an opportunity to kill somebody, a reason to kill somebody exactly. and did it. Yeah. I she's mean, not, she's not the I'm killing people for, out of necessity. It's I'm killing people because I like it. There is a lot of implication that she was broke. And I, and, really but I don't like think it, but even if she was broke, I think she was being carried by people who cared for her. People liked her. So they would stand up for her. They would be witnesses for her. I don't think she was in as much trouble as what she could have been in trouble for. You know, like, she just, she absolutely, I think she lived her life by the skin of her teeth, but really, really, never really by the skin of her teeth. You know, like, people were trusting enough of her that, I mean, no one was chasing after her. No one was like, oh, you killed my uncle and, 1896 and i've been trying to figure out how to get you for the last five years like that didn't happen until 1901 when she killed started to kill the davis family oh the lady she just killed it just occurred to me that this sheet is flawed that's what just occurred to me maddie alden is actually maddie davis okay Maddie Davis is the matriarch of the Davis family. The Davis family is the reason Jane gets caught. So let's go into that. All right. Before we do, do you have anything to say? No. Okay. So after Maddie died, Jane moved in with the family. The Davis family. The Davis family. Gotcha. To help take care of the husband of the wife she just murdered. She was a nurse. Uh, there's something about fire here. She set fire to some papers. She wanted to burn the house down. Probably because they knew she owed him a bunch of fucking money. This, at this point, I think it's it's more of a... It's an opportunity, but this is this is her spiral. This the, is what, what The it, fire starting has nothing to do with her, her need to kill. It's a, I'm trying to hide evidence. That thing. could be that. Yeah, that could very well be that. Like she just wanted to get rid of those fucking papers so that nobody would know that they she owes them a shit ton of money. Right. But this is her spiral. Like, the Davises is Jane's mind breaking. Okay. She goes on to, within six weeks, kill every living member of the Davis family. How many people is that? This is the, obviously, Maddie. Then it's mm-hmm. Alden. Okay. Then it is the youngest daughter, Genevieve. Okay. Mm, then the oldest, Minnie. Okay. And that's it. There's just four. Is there just four? I thought there was a bunch. But that's six weeks. She killed yeah. four people. Yeah, I was thinking it was more going to be more like 20 people in the family. Oh, no, 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 no. And she, like, she was, like, on a daily murder schedule. Like, okay, today I got to kill Maddie. Tomorrow I got to kill Genevieve. Thursday I got to take a nap because I've been killing so many people. <laughs> Friday I'm going to kill Billy. But the I think the key, though, here is that... That the parents may, I don't know how old the parents were, if they were infirmed or not. I don't think they were. I mean, she said, like, she moved in to take care of Alden. 
But I don't necessarily know that that means that he was elderly. It could have been, you know, take care of Alden take instead care of, of Alden. Yeah. taking care of Alden. But the girls, the daughters, were young. They were of marrying age. And one of them was married, which is eventually Jane's downfall. Um, so after she's killed this whole family, she goes to – goes home. She goes home to her foster sister's husband. Okay. I believe it – where she'd always been welcome, so it was like going home. I would say something more than just okay right now, but I'm, my brain is broken because – she murdered her foster sister and then goes Returned. then eventually eventually murders an entire family of people and then goes back to her foster sister who she killed's husband and is like hey i'm going to stay with you for a while and he's like okay but it's more than that she wants to marry him because oh, this is because she's out of her yeah. mind at this point yeah. so she tries to marry she tries to get his attention and she realizes that he's his because his sister is there and so she's like well we've got to get rid of this one because probably because the sister-in-law or the sisters didn't like her right let's be honest she didn't either she didn't like her or she just didn't or jane didn't like her like i know your tricks exactly so she kills the sister and then sticks around to comfort the brother-in-law the brother-in-law is having none of this, like, let's be lovers or honeys or married people. I'll be honest with you. This is probably the most incestuous murder story of all time. I told I'm you, like, having trouble keeping track of who is who in the jo- who Jolly Jane murdered story. She killed a lot of people. Yeah, I'm seeing that. But it's like, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, so she killed the sister. You mean... Her sister she killed or, or oh no, sister. I'm sorry. So she killed her sister's husband's sister. Oh, I'm sorry. Her foster sister's husband's sister so that she could be with her foster sister's husband because she murdered her foster sister. What? Exactly. Yeah. By the way, I just want to note that here it says that, that his sister was named Edna Bannister, which Bannister is a great name. Yeah. And, Edna, but, Edna, not so much. No. But also that she was 77. How fucking old was Ormel? How fucking old was Jolly Jane at this point? At this point, she was like 45 or something. 43. So she's like wooing an older dude? Well, we don't know how old Ormel was. He must have been quite a bit older than Elizabeth, because I don't think Elizabeth was much older than Jane. Right. I mean, lots of old men married young women at that time, and you know. But it clearly... Yeah, let's go with that. At that time. Yeah. But anyway, so she what she did was she tried to get Ormel to to take her to love her, and he just didn't. So she poisoned him, of course, but didn't kill him because uh, he needed her. She wanted him to. She wanted to. She wanted po- him to want her. So she wanted. She wanted to nurse him back to health because in, I I assume that Jane had had affairs. I assume she wasn't a virgin. I assume right. that she probably had this thing where she killed the wife and then fucked the husband for a while, that kind of thing. And I think that she thought that this what this what this is what was going to happen. He she was going to save him and he was going to be like, "Oh, you're the best nurse in the world. Let's get married or whatever." And that didn't work. She poisoned herself. And then That's he, some hardcore serial killer shit. Yeah. And then I'm so hardcore I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> And then he kicked her out. 
because he was like, I'm not into you. I have no interest in you. You're not my, you're not my lady. I don't want you in my life. Jane was, from all accounts, all oral and written accounts, she was unattractive. All the pictures I've seen of her, she wasn't that bad. Like, she was heavy, but she wasn't, like, disgusting looking. Like, you see, like, sometimes you see some of these women and you're like, whoa, that was a hard drinking woman or that was a hard living woman, you know? She was in New York 7. Jane? Yeah. She was, like, at New York 2. I thought you just said that you saw pictures of her and she didn't look that bad. She wasn't that bad, but she wasn't, like, sexy. She wasn't beautiful. Okay. She was, like, an average-looking person. Okay. Like, if you saw her on the street, you might I mean, you might note that she was heavy, but you wouldn't shudder and run away. You know? Okay. She was jolly because she was – there was more many reasons why she was Jolly Jane, and one of them was that she was a heavy woman. Okay. I'm sure if she had found a husband she or – been willing to marry i'm not i mean it said there's notes that say that she had had a suitor and then he backed out of it or something but i i okay. just i i don't anyways, know anyways anyway so while all this weird shit is going on where she's like hey brother-in-law fuck me and he's like no nah, i'm not into it the widower of minnie her final her the final davis daughter i want to make sure that's that's right yeah minnie the father-in-law of Minnie was like, I don't think that my daughter-in-law should have died because she was young and healthy and doing good. And then she was not. And then she was dead. Yeah. So, and also she, it was when she visited her father and encountered this Jane Toppin, Janie Tops, who I just, I just love that. Janie Tops. Jolly Janie Tops. Jolly Janie Tops. Um, that's when she died. And so they exhumed the daughter-in-law, Minnie, Minnie Davis. Minnie the Moacher. Sure. 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 And uh, she, they found that she had, well, actually, at first they thought they found arsenic, but they didn't. Psych. Arsenic was just a huge part of the embalming fluid once upon a time and maybe even still today i don't know much about embalming fluid but note to self (laughs) if you ever murder anybody in the late 1800s early 1900s use arsenic arsenic because they'll never be able to tell when they exhume the body that's not true though they've caught many many people in those times whatever doesn't matter well i mean it's a moot point because if i'm a time traveler they're never going to catch me because i will be out of time we just totally slapped hands uh so he asks for the toxicology test on the exhumed body, and they found that there were some problems, and so they arrested her. Wait, what year is this? This is 1901. 1901, and she was born in 1865? 1857. 1857. Mm-hmm. So she is... 44 years old. 44 years old before she even gets suspected for the first time. Yep. Well done. Well done, Jolly Jane. I know. It's actually, like, I don't like all the death, but she was quite good at covering up her crimes. You don't normally... I mean... You do see this, but not... Frequently. Not frequently. Right. No. And especially not... Like, most of the time, there's somebody who suspects something at some point earlier on. And I think that a lot of her nursing... Her fellow nursing students did suspect something, but... But not enough to bring it up to anybody, apparently. Not enough to get her... That she shouldn't be a nurse. Right. 
after she was arrested, she basically admitted to killing 31 people. Although I think she that she suspected of killing like 100 people. That's but, a lot. And that she she claimed that she wanted to kill more people than anyone had ever killed ever, ever. Like that she wanted to be the most prolific serial killer ever. Um, but I think she just said that to get a little attention. She wasn't, I don't think Jane was, a, was a near, I think she was a liar. I think she was a big fat liar. And I think this, if she's. Well, I mean, you said that she was a, a fibber when she was a kid. Yeah. So yeah, it, it goes, it completely goes with that, that she was just like, oh yeah. No, no, I'm doing this because I want to be the most well-known serial killer when really she just got off on it and that's all she wanted yeah. and she would have completely subsisted for the rest of her life every once in a while murdering, murdering someone yeah. yeah i just want to point out that i thoroughly enjoy the fact that we are so callous about this that we're like oh yeah she totally would have just you know spent the rest of her life just killing people whatever no big deal it would have been a big deal it, it would have been, been horrible been, yeah yeah well we do not in any way condone the murder of human <laughs> beings we do not in any way condone the subtle murder by nurses of human beings. Um, and we especially do not enjoy yeah, man. people being murdered. Go big or go home. I hate my husband. <laughs> now, <laughs> I would like to note that Jane was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, she did spend the rest of her life in, and you're going to love the name of this place, Tauntaun Mental Institution. Tauntaun Mental Institution. Right? That's like the name of the Star Wars-y thing? Yeah. The thing that Luke, that, or excuse me, the thing that Han cut open and shoved Luke into to survive the yep. night on Hoth. Yes. Tauntaun is that thing. It's not, I don't know if that's the right spelling. It's T-A-U-N-T-O-N. Well, in Star Wars, it's T-A-U-N-T-A-U-N. Oh. Yeah. So, huge difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. Jane spent the rest of her life in Tauntaun. Now and she died in. I bet it smelled worse on the inside than it did on the outside. It probably did. She died in 1938, but in her later years, so she spent from 1902 to 1938 in Tauntaun Mental or Tauntaun. I don't want to say mental insane hospital. When she was elderly, she would joke with the nurses that they should grab some morphine and go into the main room and watch the and. Basically, she tried to encourage the nurses to administer morphine to, morphine to people in in the other the other people there, yeah. so that they could all watch them die. I I think I have a quote somewhere. Sounds to me like this chick is uh, pretty hardcore. Yeah, I don't think she ever got over her joy of murder. I don't have a quote offhand, but basically, she tried to go. It's the probably nurses. in your book that's missing. It's probably in my book that's missing. Um, but that was Jane Toppin. She was a crazy old, ner- crazy woman who lived a full life in addition to the fact that she murdered a shit ton of people. Well, I'd have to say that as of right now, Jolly Jane is Toppin in my book. I want a divorce. 